Christmas ornaments, drywall, and Jerry Epstein. Name three things that don't hang themselves. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's uh, that's kind of fun. That's uh, Senator John Kennedy. He's always uh, good for a, for a great line. That's one of the reasons the media hates him. Another is they hate almost everyone. They like Jeffrey Epstein more than they like Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana. Well, happy Monday once again. I can't believe it's hour number three already. How did that happen? I'm just getting warmed up. The Washington Post, my best girl and I were sitting on the couch this morning, and my best girl was reading through the Washington Post ahead of me, and she was scoffing and laughing out loud here and there at this rag, this filthy propaganda sheet of the Democrat Party, which isn't Democratic at all. Uh, and they're attacking everyone and everything, and except for child porn. They love gay child porn. That they love, especially in grammar schools. And, and uh, they got a Dr. Jill Biden story on their front page, giant color picture. It's most of the front page. See that? Look at that. It's uh, hard to read. And, uh, yeah, First Lady Jill Biden has criticized challenges to books and libraries but avoids partisan broadsides followed by a thoroughly partisan story which is completely unreasonable and lopsided and doesn't go into the Democrats banning Mark Twain and J.K. Rowling and, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird, never mind all that, rolled doll rewriting books from the 20th century because their sensibilities, if they can still be called sensibilities, are so easily offended. And on the front page, next to the Jill Biden fluff job, where they never point out that what she's advocating is for more gay child porn in grammar schools, like gender queer. Look up gender queer and find the graphic pages if you'd like to see what Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor at all, is advocating and what the Washington Post is advocating. They want more gay child porn in the transgender. Hey, it's back to school week, so... Um, I saw that, where is it, in Prince William County? I can't believe this. In Virginia, they've got now metal detectors at the front door. And Fairfax County, they have genital detectors at the front door. So that you can, you know, which bathroom uh, you can use. And they, uh, the Democrats, they're, they're very unwell. They really, really are. So say it with me. See, say Broadway. The future is ours. See, say Broadway, right. And uh, how many, what is it, the, the, the uh, breakfast uh, tacos of uh, San Antonio? As unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Racist. She is a complete racist. Oh, speaking of Democrats, uh, not here, but in the Daily Mail, Worcester, that's in England, Bishop Robert McManus issued blanket ban on bending school rules for trans students. I don't think you should use the word bending there. And trans, I assume they mean uh, transgender. They're not just transiting from one place to another. We have to stop using trans. It's transgender. Don't allow the shorthand, the abbreviation. And uh, also don't use the word biological. A man is a man. A male is a male. A woman is a woman. A female is a female. They don't have to be biological. That is a superfluous, unnecessary repetitive and redundant word. 
See how I made that a series of redundancies? So there it is. The Bishop, uh, Robert McManus, issues a blanket ban on bending school rules for trans students and will force, force them to wear uniform, use bathrooms, and play sports based on biological sex. That's because that's their sex. The new policy will force, you mean require, students to wear correct uniform, use the right pronouns, enter the appropriate bathrooms, and play sports based on their biological sex. That's because that's their sex. Worcester Bishop Robert J. McManus approved it in June, and it bans students from expressing, celebrating, or advocating for, quote, same-sex attraction. Well, you mean school isn't for making everybody gay and changing their genders? A Catholic bishop, pardon me, and the story is out of the United Kingdom, the Catholic bishop in Worcester, Massachusetts, Gesundheit, has issued a blanket ban on bending of school rules for transgender students. It will force them, I would say require them, to wear the correct unit. This is Catholic school. Uh, wear the correct uniforms. That is, if you're a boy, you wear a boy's uniform. If you're a girl, you wear the girl's uniform. You use pronouns assigned at birth. That's a boy or a girl. Uh, enter the appropriate bathroom, boys' rooms, girls' room. Play sports based on their biological sex because that's their sex. And the Worcester Bishop, Robert McManus, um, it is, uh, you know, and, and the Democrats are, of course, angry about this. It affects 21 schools in the Roman Catholic Diocese of Worcester, Mass., which has more than 5,260 students. More than. Couldn't get a precise number other than 5,260. It will come into effect in the coming academic year. The policy announced August 15th has drawn criticism from several state lawmakers I'm guessing they're Democrats. And you probably shouldn't have the kids play duck, duck, goose with those, don't you think? Been praised by the Catholic Action League of Massachusetts. Good for him, and it's about time because the Democrats are twisted, and what they're doing to children ought to be illegal. And in fact, just a few years ago, it was. But the laws don't apply to them. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And the new guidelines require the students to conduct themselves at school in a manner consistent with their biological sex. Schools in the Roman Catholic Diocese of Worcester were sent the new policy in order to implement it in handbooks for the new academic year. Now, isn't that awful? Because, you know, the Democrats don't believe that boys are boys or that girls are girls, and they're here to screw all that up, aren't they? And the New York Times is not covering it, and the Boston Globe is not covering it, uh, although I'm sure they will, and then they'll attack them. Amazing stuff. Mm -mm 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 -mm. All right, now uh, back to this, because the Washington Post front page of the style section, the headline, right-wing influencers, they're right-wing influencers, have found a new anthem, and Anne Brannigan is she typed up this crazy story on behalf of the extreme radical left. And they love child sex trafficking. So if you're against it, then they attack you, you see. And if you're a patriotic American, then they attack you. And if you recognize that there are issues, which used to be the news media's role in our society, that there are issues that need to be addressed in the United States, 
then they attack you uh, unless you're a supporter of radical extreme left wing, you know, genderless children, uh, LGBTQ uh, child education, and um, you know, then then and man on boy sex and graphic novels and grammar school. That is uh, all of that is supported by the Washington Post, right? So she writes, if you had asked someone at the beginning of the month whether they had heard the, let alone listened to, the Oliver Anthony, you know, the, the song Rich Man North of Richmond, you probably would have gotten a blank, blank stare in return. Now the singer from Farmville, Virginia, they say dripping with disdain, with a fiery beard and a big voice is everywhere because his viral song Rich Men North of Richmond you see, and then they write, but the lyrics, they're attacking the song and attacking him. And uh, Anne Brannigan, a radical extremist uh, leftist, uh, the Washington Post, working for one of the information oligarchs in bed with uh, the Democrat Party as the merger of state and corporate power continues. And she writes, but with lyrics such as, I wish politicians would look out for miners, like coal miners, and not just miners, like children, on an island somewhere. You've heard the song. It sounds like this. Uh Uh-oh. And when you push the button, it sounds like this. So I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to. People like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. But it is. And he goes on about uh, a lot of issues that uh, a lot of Americans are dealing with, many tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions. And the Washington Post would run him over with a truck if they could. And Ann Brannigan continues, but with lyrics like, I wish politicians would look out for minors and not just minors on an island somewhere, an apparent reference to the late financier, Jeffrey Epstein. He's a financier. He was a late financier, not a serial child rapist, in good with all the Democrats, including Bill Clinton, who flew on his plane, spent time on his island, where the underage girls were brought for, uh, obviously, uh, sex. And that's what he was in prison for. And uh, Jelaine Maxwell in prison now won't talk because of all the big Democrats that spent time on what was his plane called Lolita One and his private island, which was just for sex. And how many famous Democrats, Harvard professors, Al, uh, Alan Dershowitz, uh, Bill Clinton, using his private airplane and his private island? To what end do you think? That's not a play on words. Which politicians look out for minors? Not just miners on an island somewhere. An apparent reference to the late financier, Jeffrey Epstein, they're going to call him a financier forever now, who was charged with sex trafficking, but he's not guilty, see? And, uh, and uh, did he hang himself? Where were the cameras? Where were the uh, prison guards? Where, how long did that take? How did he have the wherewithal? He was on suicide watch. Good job, Democrats. Uh, but got rid of a thorn and... His side. I guess Jeffrey Epstein said that, what, what was it, uh, Prince Andrew, is it? Liked sex more than him? Is that is that what it was? Jeffrey Epstein, who was charged with sex trafficking, rich men also nods to conspiracy theories and grievances. These are two of their favorite talking points these days, uh, conspiracy theories and grievances. 
like Russian collusion and President Trump, which never happened. And uh, let's see what else I could go on. So conspiracy th- uh, uh, conspiracy theories and grievances that are deeply rooted in far right circles, and then in parentheses, QAnon believers often cite Epstein as proof of a global cabal of elites that have been trafficking children. Well, uh, Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, or he didn't, but that's what he was in prison for, isn't it? And all these big-time Democrats using his plane and his island. And then, interestingly, he went, nobody was looking, and there were no cameras working and no video, and and then he killed himself um, when he was on suicide watch in jail, but nobody was around, and there's nothing to see here, right? And he was innocent. I guess the Washington Post said he was just accused, you know. Some believe the success of the song, particularly on the heels of Sound of Freedom, uh, uh, a film exposing the horrors of child trafficking and child sex trafficking, a box office smash that echoed QAnon propaganda. So wait a minute. If If there's child sex trafficking and you mention it, then you're advancing QAnon propaganda? So that's their way of deflecting for child sex traffickers, isn't it? Yes, it is. Signals the mainstreaming of ideas that were once fringe. Really? Like uh, President Trump was an agent of the Russians and Vladimir Putin? Is that one of those fringe ideas that you're talking about? You guys. And that's the Washington Post. That's uh, They're pro-child sex trafficking. They're ch- and right next to it, they're pro-child porn in grammars, gay child porn in grammar schools. They'd never be in favor of heterosexual child porn in grammar schools because that would be wrong. But LGBTQ, gender queer, look it up, find the graphics. That's what she's advocating. That's what she's fighting for. It's gay child porn in grammar schools. That's what they're fighting for. While they ban J.K. Rowling, Roald Dahl, Mark Twain, and Harper Lee in schools, those are the books they tend to ban, the Democrats tells too much about themselves, I guess. And, you know, how did they lump in, that's kind of amazing, the sound of freedom with this song by Oliver Anthony, Rich Men North of Richmond. Well, it's two things they hate. Patriotism, truth, popular music, and movies that expose child sex traffickers. They will shoot you down if you sound the alarm. That's your Democrat Party, and that's the Washington Post and Jill Biden and some woman at the Washington Post named Ann Brannigan. QAnon. There's no child trafficking. There's no child sex trafficking. It's QAnon. I bet if you sat her down and asked her what QAnon was, she'd sit there with her mouth hanging open. You write the rest. Breaking news. President Biden's plan to roll out the digital dollar is already underway, And that's why it's vital to understand the potential consequences here, because believe it or not, contrary to their claims, this Biden initiative, the digital dollar, may not be in your best interest or mine. Let's just say definitely not. Time is of the essence, so take action now. It's absolutely necessary to protect yourself. You can help protect your savings and your family's future from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying now with IRAs in gold and silver. The experts at American Alternative Assets, great friends of our radio show, 
are standing by to take your call at 888-4-G-O-L-D-20. That's 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5360. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's crazy digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5360. Call them today. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, that's your Washington Post. Now, I still got to get to Joe Biden because we learned a lot about, about the corrupt Biden family and the corrupt Justice Department over the weekend, too, and the corrupt special counsel from corrupt Delaware. That's coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Now let's go to uh, the uh, writer, the singer of the, uh, the great hit song now, Rich Men North of Richmond. Uh, his name is Oliver Anthony, and he spoke to Griff Jenkins at the Fox News Channel over the weekend. Are you surprised that, that, that the public has reacted the way they did? The, do you realize the crowd is, is touched by your music? Yeah, well, I, it resonates to suffering in the world right now. Like even in our own country, we've had, we've had years of people feeling depressed and hopeless, and every time you look at the TV or get online, everything's negative. And so I think people are just desperate for something positive again, you know, like uh, there's been a, there's been a lot of people die for us to be able to stand on this dirt and do what it is we do every day. And uh, it, we should be excited for it. Oliver Anthony is a uh, veteran. He lives in a, uh, a trailer or a camper with his three dogs. He was offered an eight million dollar contract last week. He turned it down. Um, and I've got more coming up on him. And so these, uh, uh, you know, Washington elite weasels uh, like the Washington Post are smearing him and slandering him because, well, they're not exactly the truth people, are they? Got more on that coming up and Joe Biden's corrupt family. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Let's go to uh, one more Griff Jenkins with our man Oliver Anthony, who is uh, a fascinating story. He apparently dropped out of high school. He joined the military, served in the military. 
He's been a working man. He lives in a, a camper or a trailer with three dogs. And he's been writing a few songs, and he turned down an $8 million contract last week. And Griff Jenkins, who's a friend of mine and a, and a good guy, uh, and a surfer. And he, uh, he, like, he goes to like Costa Rica to surf, uh, Griff Jenkins. But he was talking to uh, the, the writer, and this is gigantic. It's number one on um, iTunes. It's number one on Apple Music. It's number one on wherever else you buy the music. It's number one everywhere there have been literally tens of millions of downloads. And it's popular not just in the United States but around the world. So naturally the left is out to murder him because they're psychotic. Uh, just to name one of their many fine characteristics. But here is uh, Oliver Anthony with Griff Jenkins. What do you hope comes of the song in your music? I know you turned uh, $8 million down. You, you did a great statement. You said you don't want jets. You don't want tour buses. What do you want? I just want to go back to the woods, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, what I, what I really want in the bigger scheme of things is just, just people to start appreciating each other for human beings and look beyond political differences and ideologies. Look for differences. Can you imagine that? He should probably run for Congress. He sounds much more reasonable than any member of the media that we've taken a look at today. Um, and uh, this, WTKR, claiming that it's climbed to number two on Spotify in the U.S. I think it's number one in Spotify. I think it's number one on everything. But there have been, I think I saw 25 or 28 million downloads. Rich men, rich men north of Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Richmond, that's the uh, uh, capital of the Confederacy. But uh, he's talking about Washington, D.C. He's talking about Congress. He's talking about the people running our country into the side of a mountain. And um, the tens of millions of downloads just gives the Washington Post and like-minded leftist Democrats um, another excuse to attack him. They just want to attack. How dare you? say out loud what so many millions of people are thinking. And he's also said uh, correctly that it's uh, popular all over the world, not just in the United States, because, you know, we're living through this era of big government uh, in your face, in your pants, in your bank account, in your children's business, taking away your freedoms. And it's not just here. It's although, you know, here is what we care about most. We've got to hold on to America, Fortress America, Otherwise, the rest of the world is doomed. And that is a straight-up fact. 20th century. If you replayed the 20th century without the United States being an actor in the 20th century, like winning World War II, smashing Hitler's Socialist Workers Party, containing and then defeating the Soviet Union, keeping Mao's China in a cage. Of course, they still murdered 100 million people and enslaved billions, even in spite of our very best efforts and we had more than 400,000 killed in World War II, 115,000 killed in World War I, and countless tens of thousands killed in the Cold War. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're the good guys, by the way. We are the good guys. Um, but the Democrat Party is not on our side. They're not. Uh, let's go to Joe Biden and his corrupt family. The uh, phony, baloney New York Times front group for the Democrat Party published a piece inside the collapse of Hunter Biden's plea deal. Uh, and, and in the story, they tell about how the prosecutor, who is David Weiss, who was 
the acting and interim U.S. attorney in Delaware under Barack Obama, and then was foisted upon President Trump, who didn't have a long line of lawyers waiting to take these jobs like Democrats do, uh, foisted upon President Trump by the two left-wing Democrat senators from Delaware. And President Trump relented and said, okay, okay, I'll take this David Weiss guy, okay. He was uh, put in there by uh, a couple of times by Obama. But uh, what's the big? So now this guy, David Weiss, he's the man in charge, special counsel David Weiss, appeared to be willing to end the Hunter Biden investigation earlier this year in 2023 without any charges being filed against Hunter Biden. But he seems to have changed his mind around the same time that two IRS whistleblowers came forward and accused the Justice Department of stonewalling the case, slow-rolling the case, and giving Hunter Biden special treatment, the New York Times reported on Saturday. It's unclear if David Wise actually changed course because of the whistleblowers. Just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. And then, of course, David Wise uh, gave Hunter Biden two misdemeanor charges uh, tax charges, when the rest of us would have gone to prison for 100 years. And then the gun charges, which he also slow-rolled and then gave him the, you know, the kid glove treatment. But David Weiss is, uh, you know, he's a, a, a Delaware guy, and so is Joe Biden. And uh, Hunter Biden got the kid gloves treatment. He got the sweetheart deal treatment from David Weiss, right? And, and then it, 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 uh, New York Times found out, ooh, so it was leaked to them directly so they could spin it because they probably thought it was going to come out through the congressional investigators and they didn't want it to come out there. They wanted their New York Times spin, so they got it to the New York Times. He wasn't going to charge Hunter Biden at all. But then it turns out, you know, a couple of misdemeanor tax charges, and then it turns out that last Thursday, last Thursday, and I don't know if the Washington Post has even bothered to mention this, they dropped the tax charges against Hunter Biden and said, oh, yeah, we'll recharge them later when nobody is looking. It will just go away because this is the slow roll once again in the sweetheart deal. It's like an Eastern European hellhole during the Cold War, the United States of America, our justice system. A federal judge in Delaware dismissed two tax misdemeanor charges against Hunter Biden that were filed as part of his now defunct plea deal, paving the way for special counsel David Weiss to potentially bring more charges in another jurisdiction. Yeah, sometime later on, maybe. And the news media is falling for this. This is such a crock. And it turns out nobody knew until this weekend that before investigating Hunter Biden, David Weiss used to work with Hunter Biden's brother, Bo Biden. This is like, you know, you've seen these movies in the 1970s, like Macon County Line, where the redneck sheriff is in bed with the redneck judge, and, you know, the redneck uh, 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 son commits a redneck crime, and, and he's the bad guy. But the fix is in, because the judge is your cousin, and the sheriff is your cousin, and, and uh, you know, no big deal. You know, in Andy of Mayberry, the Andy Griffith show, in the first couple episodes, Barney Fife was actually Andy's cousin. But then they stopped that. They just stopped mentioning it. <laughs> so David Weiss, the special counsel investigating Hunter Biden, has long targeted Delaware's powerful interests, the Washington Post pretends. His one-time experience with Bo Biden potentially complicates the probe. Is it a heavily lubricated, ever-expanding probe? 
When Delaware's acting U.S. attorney, David C. Weiss, celebrated a fraud conviction in 2010, he was joined by a key partner in the case, Bo Biden, the state's attorney general. Honestly, Weiss worked with uh, Joe Biden's eldest son to hash out prosecution strategies. We will continue to aggressively pursue. This is the Washington Post spinning it for him, see? Now, this is just the classic old kind of Eastern European Hollywood would do it as, you know, uh, rednecks in the South somewhere where your cousin is the prosecutor and your other cousin is the judge and your other cousin is the sheriff. And that's what's going on in Delaware here. And David Weiss, it turns out, we just learned over the weekend, the New York Times had it handed to them so they could spin it. And then the Washington Post had this relationship with Bo Biden handed to them so they could spin it. Isn't it great to be a Democrat? Boy, that's wonderful. Mm-mm-mm. And then it gets better. Leaked documents, the Gateway Pundit. Hunter Biden was involved in the Trump impeachment over Ukraine. What? What's this? Hunter Biden was involved in Trump's impeachment over Ukraine, according to documents leaked to the radical left-wing commie pimps, Democrat Party shills at Politico. Hunter Biden's lawyers leaked the entire case file to have it spun by their friends at Politico. Leaked the, I know, I used to get a lot of leaks. I covered the Pentagon and the intelligence community for 10 years, okay, back when CNN was a news organization. Hunter Biden's lawyers leaked the entire case file related to the Department of Justice's five-year-long investigation with no charges. Isn't that amazing? He's going to die of natural causes, Hunter Biden, before they ever get around to anything here, of old age, which might take a long time given his family's history here. So the uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers leaked the whole thing to the left-wingers at Politico, and uh, the New York Times and Politico both published leaked documents revealing new information about Hunter Biden's case and the inner workings of the Justice Department. This is just banana republic stuff. This is a four-banana day for American journalism. According to the emails leaked to Politico, Hunter Biden met with impeachment lawyers in January of 2020. Isn't that fascinating? In January of 2020, what was going on then? Hmm, gosh, isn't that amazing? So uh, recall, uh, uh, recall in September 2019, then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi and House Democrats launched an impeachment inquiry. Republicans really need to do that for uh, Joe Biden into President Trump over his phone call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to ask him about Biden family corruption and getting millions of dollars from Ukraine. And for that, he was impeached. Then we found out it was all true. President Trump's phone call with Zelensky was cordial, and there were no threats, no pressure, no quid pro quo, as Adam Schiffless and the Democrats like to claim in public. Hunter Biden met with impeachment. Hunter Biden met with impeachment lawyers as Pelosi and Schiffless were on the House floor lying about Trump's phone call with Zelensky, and they had that uh, Ukrainian American uh, Army Lieutenant Colonel also, who was uh, a big, big problem uh, because he made up all that uh, stuff uh, too. But never mind that. It's important to note the FBI was in possession of Hunter Biden's laptop from hell, which documented numerous crimes related to the Biden's work in Ukraine, while Democrats 
were persecuting Trump with an impeachment investigation. Trump asked Zelensky to look into Joe Biden's threats to withhold money from Ukraine, as well as Hunter Biden's shady business with Burisma. How dare he? President Trump wanted Zelensky to look into uh, the firing of Viktor Shokin, the prosecutor general, who was investigating Ukrainian oligarch uh, Mykola Zlochevsky uh, and Hunter Biden and Burisma Holdings. And he was investigating them. He posted a video saying exactly that. On January 26th of 2020, Hunter Biden's advisors said they would need Biden to set aside several hours to go through documents to settle his tax case, you see. Hunter replied, quote, I have a meeting tomorrow with impeachment lawyers for the day. It will have to wait until Tuesday, I'm afraid. So wait a minute. Why is he meeting with the impeachment lawyers when uh, it's all part of the cover-up? Because they're all Democrat hacks, right? Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm. This is the Biden families, Washington and Delaware, uh, dueling banjos. And uh, Miranda Devine wrote, and this curious fact, Hunter Biden was involved in the Trump impeachment probe over Ukraine in the summer of 2019. He tells an advisor he had an all-day meeting with the impeachment lawyers. After five years, he's still not been interviewed by David Weiss. Five years. You are so fired. God, you're fired. That is just amazing. This is so corrupt. This isn't a grand jury. We're going to have to come up with another name for it. Um, By the way, according to a new ABC News Ipsos poll, which they published, but they only published the parts that were uh, negative for Republicans and President Trump. According to this new poll, uh, 32% of us, the American people, 32% of us have confidence in the integrity and independence of the investigation. ABC News found that in their Harvard-Harris poll, but to find it in their story will take you quite some time. Now, Jonathan Turley wrote a piece on it. ABC Ipsos poll, roughly half of Americans have no confidence in the Hunter Biden investigation, and only 32% of us express trust in the integrity and independence of the David Weiss investigation. Gee, I wonder why. Even though we're not getting the information from the so-called mainstream media, which is just, you know, a merger of state and corporate power, the Democrat Party, and the information oligarchs, 32% of us, fewer than one-third of us, have confidence that this is a legitimate investigation. Confidence, trust, in the integrity and independence of the investigation. And the ABC News people found that in their own poll, and they buried it in their own poll. But it was only after Gary Shapley and the other IRS whistleblower came forward and blew the whistle on the Biden family that David Weiss, who's a Delaware insider and used to work with Bo Biden, finally he decided, well, we better do something about this. Then last Thursday, they quietly dropped the tax charges and the news media decided that wasn't worth mentioning. Boy, oh boy. All right, let's go to uh, Congressman James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee, who's trying to get to the bottom of the Biden family uh, corruption, uh, millions and millions. The new figure is $53 million. 
coming off of Capitol Hill, going into the Biden family coffers. And the Washington Post could care less because Jeff Bezos owns them, information oligarch, merger of state and corporate power. Uh, James Comer, um, yesterday on with Maria Bartiromo. We're about to find out whether the special counsel is going to interfere in our investigation because we're headed to court. The next bank records that we're going to subpoena will tell a whole lot bigger story about uh, how involved Joe Biden was uh, in this Biden influence peddling scheme. Somewhere around Wednesday of this week, okay. it will be the deadline. Uh, we expect National Archives to cooperate with our investigation. Yeah, and we'll see whether they do, because even they have turned political. We've found the permanent bureaucracy, the deep state. Get your deep state T-shirts and coffee mugs at the Chris Plant Store, along with Remember Normal and I Survived the Wuhan Red Death and all kinds of great stuff. Here is Congressman James Comer. There are some bank records that we believe will uh, tell a big story about uh, what level of involvement not only Joe had with the business schemes, but, but how he benefited from the business schemes. The Biden attorneys know exactly where we're headed with this investigation. They have lawyered up. I mean, they are building Fort Knox around these bank accounts that we're going to subpoena next. They're building it's in amazing. Then the teams of lawyers and they uh, just uh, amazing stuff. But uh, Chunk, Chunk Todd found out what the problem was. He's talking to radical left-wing extremist Minnesota Governor Tim Waltz. What do you make of that, that Joe Biden seems to not have um, this groundswell of support right now. Do you think it's all age? No support. It's a his age. No, I think it's I think it's our system. I think Donald Trump and the Republican Party have poisoned Trump. it to people. No one Poison. trusts our institutions. No one trusts Congress. No one trusts any of us uh, because all they do is attack our families, do those types of things. Because all they do is uh, attack our families. I guess that's a reference to Hunter Biden being scrutinized because it's all about Joe Biden's tens of millions of dollars for nefarious, corrupt, presumably illegal goings-on for years and years from Ukraine. President Trump was impeached for calling Ukraine to ask about the Biden family corruption. We live in a very corrupt city. Well, I do anyway, and uh, you probably live someplace else. <laughs> um, and James Comer, I hope he's got good security because the Democrats... John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.